0: Stuck in the
1: 90s is recorded before a live studio audience. Is a lie we just made up. On with the show. Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. We're your hosts. My name's Chris Alfick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are doing the 15th of July through to and including the 21st of July. In the year 1998. Unnecessary stalling aside, let's get right into it. July 15th, Clinton stresses urgency of year 2000 bug.
0: It has become a shadow looming over the government, the economy and a multitude of daily tasks that are usually taken for granted. On January 1st, 2000, will the nation's system of interlinked computers go haywire? On Monday, Wall Street tested a mock up of a new computer system that eluded disaster. (laughs) And on Tuesday, President Clinton lent his voice to those who see a pressing need for action.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Obviously nothing happened. There was no catastrophic world-ending shit on January 1st, 2000. Spoiler alert for those of you who, you know, haven't got there yet. But yeah, I think some of this was due to this urgency and the preparedness. I think lots of people did log tons of hours working on Y2K compliance. Oh, definitely. And I think maybe things would have been worse off had we just shrugged it off and laugh at it the way we do now.
0: Yeah, this was a point in time where we cared about the looming
1: disasters facing us. Pretty much. Let's move on to July 16th. Records and CDs... How quaint. Digital distribution of music is spreading. The sound that could transform the music business is the quiet click of a computer mouse. Right now, anyone with a mid-level computer (laughs) and an internet connection can hear music in a multitude of forms, from radio-like webcasts to snippets of songs. Many of those forms are ephemeral and in low fidelity, intended primarily for promotion, but it is also possible to download free, or for a price, high-fidelity songs and full-length albums that can join a permanent collection. I prefer the free part of that. Me too. You know what changed in the last couple years? Mm. I actually started paying for music again. That's I... a thing I've done from time to time. Mm-hmm. I've bought a lot of records last year. Like yeah. more. I mean not that many. Maybe 10 or 15. But considering my CD collection consists of about 6 CDs. It was a lot. And I pay for Spotify. So uh, that's uh, that's new. Yeah that's not something
0: I would have seen coming at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you could tell that everything was going the way of the computer no one quite knew how but if you told me that we would come full circle and
1: pay for it again i don't know i would have believed that yeah it's 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 interesting i mean occasionally i still download something but also if i really like the artist i'll buy a vinyl i a want lot of to times, support them yeah and a lot of times it comes with the uh, with like a download code or something true yeah.
0: All right, let's move on. July 17th, the series finale of Family Matters airs with Steve Urkel being lost in space and Eddie gets shot or something.
1: I think so. Um, That plot <laughs> synopsis, I think I read on a friend's Twitter feed, so it may or may not be like a couple months ago. It's accurate. So it may or may not be entirely accurate, but I actually think it is somewhat accurate.
0: Also on this date, at a conference in Rome, 120 countries vote to create a permanent international criminal court to prosecute individuals for genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes, and the crime of aggression you can be tried for being aggressive i guess so the problem with the icc is that there's no enforcement
1: yeah i don't think uh i saw like a little like heat map of it and yeah. i don't think the u.s has like ratified it
0: yeah it's it's so tough to hold anyone accountable internationally that's a yeah. whole other issue
1: yeah maritime law maritime law you're a crook,
0: captain hook judge won't you throw the book at the pod
1: Anyways. July eighteenth. CIA admits to using Nicaraguan rebels with drug ties. Ooh. The CIA, Central it says Central Intelligence Agency, we all know what it stands for. Had indications that about fifty members of a Nicaraguan rebel organization may have been involved in narcotics trafficking during the nineteen eighties, but CIA personnel continued working with almost two dozen of the suspected figures, US intelligence officials said on Friday. Not interesting. surprising interesting, yeah, not surprising. Also, that kind of- think doesn't happen now, though. No. Don't
0: look into it. July 19th. Recovered body may be famed sailors. A body believed to be that of drowned French sailing legend Eric Taberly had been picked up off of the coast of Ireland and is awaiting identification, Irish police said Saturday. Taberly, age 66, a national hero in France for his transatlantic racing exploits, fell overboard from his century-old yacht off the coast of Wales a month ago. Oh, God. I'm going to read this note, but I'm not happy about it. Chris wrote, see, people found bodies before Pokemon go too soon
1: people are making a big deal about it it's true one there are bodies that may not have been otherwise discovered and two most of them have i think (laughs) it's not like 10 year olds coming across them i think they've been at least like 17 or 18 year olds discovering them it's not a great thing to stumble upon like in the woods but you're helping put a mystery to rest or something so it's true you know july 20th four legged heroes honored for service a group of world war ii dogs including 25 killed in action have been recognized for their heroic service on guam a statue of kurt a doberman pincher who saved the lives of 250 marines holy shit when he alerted them to japanese soldiers was dedicated at the university of tennessee's college of veterinary medicine in knoxville what a good dog holy shit i love when things pay homage to animals and when dogs get recognition because that is cool dogs wearing medals pretty neat is really awesome pretty good stuff like service dogs super cool i love Love seeing dogs in little vests. <laughs> You're not supposed to acknowledge service dogs, but Fuck, I really want to. It is really, you're a dog, you're working, you're so cool. I think I'm go- I think I've gone over I think you feel very strongly about this. Dogs with jobs are the coolest thing ever. <laughs> they're dogs, <laughs> but they
0: they're doing people stuff. They're people too. Let's move on. January 21st. In international business, Microsoft yields to Korean software rival. Microsoft has scrapped an attempt to eliminate a big South Korean rival in the $14 million market for Korean language word processing software because of public opposition. Microsoft it offered to buy 20% of the South Korean rival named Hangul after the Korean language script system, but it said it would make the $20 million investment only if the company, which needed the cash, withdrew its software from the market. In response, a group of 13,000 South Korean computer users offered to invest about
1: $7.8 million in the company to keep its Korean language software in use. That's very early crowdfunding, also a very early like middle finger to Microsoft. Shitty move, Bill. Yeah, I mean, well, it was like, we're going to buy you out we're gonna give you your cash but you gotta take your software off the table damn and all the korean users are like nah you know what we'll front the money and that's that's cool this that is, is pretty like, cool this is 1998 kickstarter let's move on to the week overall do you want to cover this one i was looking through some stuff for this week and there were some notably crappy oh. direct to vhs releases S- even slash re-releases even by those low standards just yeah. garbage and it was just necessary to you know note them There was the unfortunate Aladdin sequel, The Return of Jafar. It was re-released on VHS today. It had been four years since this originally came out... And I'm thinking Disney probably figured there were new children and, you know, overstressed parents to be tricked into, you know, maybe thinking this is actually Aladdin hanging out in the bargain bin a month later. Now, unlike most direct-to-VHS or TV suite sequels or things like that from back in the day, they actually managed to get most of the original voice cast back. Except, of course, Robin Williams, who did not reprise his role as the genie. He was recast with uh, the voice of Homer Simpson. Um, Yeah, interesting. But yeah, it's weird. They got got Aladdin. They got Jafari. They got everyone else back. Except Robin Williams, and this thing I think is a pile of shit. I've never actually seen it, but I saw
0: it once as a kid. It was not very good.
1: Yeah, as most most of those are like the TV show adaptations and and the sequel series, they suck. One notable exception. Did you ever watch the uh, Emperor's New Groove TV adaptation? Yes, that, that was, was actually pretty good. good. Oh, the Hercules TV adaptation. I don't remember that oh the hercules cartoon go back it's worth yeah. it all right anyway you know what else came out this week something called dennis the menace strikes again Aww. this was a direct to vhs sequel that i can only assume again is garbage yep in traditional straight to vhs fashion none of the original cast including people like walter Matthau and leah thompson returned for this somehow they roped in don rickles and betty white oh, as mr and mrs wilson that might
0: be worth watching
1: i don't know how that happened yeah and less of surprisingly they got heidi swedberg uh aka susan ross yeah. as dennis mother replacing leah thompson which uh, is kind of a downgrade because yeah. leah thompson was awesome all
0: right movies and music let's get into it yep. at the box office number one <laughs> somehow the mask of zorro with I mean, antonio banderas it's antonio
1: banderas <laughs> that's somehow in his like sexy spanish prime exactly antonio banderas is an amazing singer shit is he spanish am i a racist Let's Google Antonio oh, Banderas Oh, I don't right like where now. this is going. Antonio I'm, I'm anxious. Bandera My palms
0: are sweaty. Knees are weak.
1: Mom's spaghetti. Just on your sweater yeah. already. <laughs> Ooh! Jose Antonio Dominiquez Bandera. Professionally known as Antonio Banderas, is a Spanish actor, director, and producer. Not noted here. Amazing singer. Listen to his rendition of Phantom of the Opera. That's true. Mind-blowing. He does one with um, Sarah Brightman. Very good. Anyway. Okay. Well, I feel good about that now. Uh, Moving down the list. Oh, speaking of racists. Uh Uh-oh. Lethal Weapon (laughs) 4. Yeah. Starring Mel Gibson.
0: (laughs) That's okay, though. Coming in number three, making it all better. Armageddon.
1: Oh, yeah. Disaster porn at its finest. Oh, Bruce Willis. Ben Affleck. Oh, my God. Another great thing. Have you heard uh, Ben Affleck's commentary on... Uh, Deflategate? No, his oh. commentary on this. Oh, on his Armageddon. commentary on the DVD is it's amazing. It's hilarious. I've only heard a little snippets, but he goes on this red, like so, so it says to Michael Bay, how is it a thing that you're training drillers to be astronauts and not astronauts to be miners? And he says, "Shut the fuck up, Ben." <laughs> it's something like that. Also, another thing to Google. Oh,
0: that is actually really funny. I think we listened to the same clip.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down the list, we've got. There's something about Mary. We've got so damn good. Oh yeah, Doctor Doolittle. Small soldiers. Mulan is on here. Madeline. Madeline. Was Madeline good? I don't remember that. Um,
0: Okay, Truman Show, number nine. Yeah. When I was in undergrad, I had this lecture twice. Professor Doug Long. Moderately famous political science professor, like, handled the Bentham Papers in England. This guy's kind of a big deal. I know three things about this man. One, at the time, he had a very young daughter named Maya who he loved very much. Two, he loved Mars bars. Three, everything in politics is related to the Truman Show and living in a bubble that is constructed for you. He seriously would have like two hour lectures where he would talk about the Truman Show in relation to literally everything we discussed. It was incredible how seamlessly he folded The Truman Show and Mars,
1: Bars, and Maya into every single class I ever had with him. That's... Um, and it made sense. He made... He, wait, he made that make sense. Yes. What you said to me did not make sense. That's a genius Truman right Show. All Rounding right. Rounding out the list. Yeah. X-Files. Great. I don't know. That, that's cool. I like The X-Files movie definitely better than the second X-Files movie. And hanging on still after 31 weeks? 31 weeks is Titanic. <laughs> just die already. Like, like, sink or... So the,
0: yeah, okay. Well, that's actually much funnier.
1: Music? How about music?
0: How about music? Can, well, we could just skip music this week. I that's think an that's idea. a terrible idea. No, that's a new idea for the podcast. We're skipping music.
1: We have an excellent top five. Oh, I we think.
0: really don't. You can do it, though.
1: All right. Number one, we've got The Boy Is Mine by Brandy featuring Monica, or Monica featuring Brandy. I don't know how to look at this because this is a 50 50 song split of magical perfection. Number two, We've got "You're Still the One" by Shania Twain. Okay, I guess I lied about this being a perfect top five. Uh, number three, we've got "My Way" by Usher. Not my favorite Usher song, but it's still Usher. Number four, "Too Close" by Next. This song is solidly okay. Wow, I have really come down. Yeah, to you're what really I just you're saying. really
0: selling me on this.
1: Number five, <laughs> "Adia" by Sarah McLachlan. You're at least that's at least a good song, right? It's a song. Yeah, there's some good stuff moving moving down the list, right? At number eight, we have Make It Hot by Nicole featuring Missy misdemeanor elliot oh yeah i forgot about the misdemeanor you forgot about the i forgot about the misdemeanor you forgave the misdemeanor (laughs) it was expunged from the record
0: yes at 10 we have everybody backstreet's back you've probably heard that song once or twice
1: yeah number 13 still on the list is all my life by casey and jojo love that song truly madly deeply when the lights go out by five number 16 you take this one
0: ghetto superstar
1: that is what you are
0: such a good song just like 17 Sex and Candy by Marcy
1: Playground now this is something I want to talk about this is is like an alternative a rock song these lists seem to be very lacking in that yep I think the Billboard Hot 100 is somewhat skewed in this decade against alternative and rock and at some point we are definitely going to do something to address that because Mm -hmm. there is a lot of great music that we're just not mentioning because of the way of the way the charts seem to be going
0: yep Uh, moving down the list Stop by the
1: Spice Girls just got to mention that real quick. True.
0: Okay, throw that in there. Yeah.
1: But otherwise, there's not a heck of a lot of fun stuff going on here. Yeah. Want to end it with uh, getting jiggy with it? Yes. Ooh, one more I want to end it with. Okay. Okay, 37 on its way down. Cruel Summer by Ace of Bass. Cover of the 1983 Bananarama song. Throwing this out there, I like Bananaramas better. Huh,
0: okay. Yeah. On that closing note, let's slide right in to Thankfully Not 90s. Oh yeah. What are we this week again? This week, we are fondly reminiscing a time when no was talking about vaping you didn't have to watch anyone vape you didn't have to smell anyone vaping their apple blossom flavored vape juice there are no vape shops. That's oh, the big God. thing. There are no, no vape, vape shops. shops. None of that crap.
1: Honestly, I've been near people with like the weird flavored vape. It doesn't smell that. B- it's, a, it's an it, interesting it's, smell. It's, it's better than cigarettes.
0: It, it's not that it doesn't smell that bad. It's that many it's people culture. out there. Yeah, vape culture. Mm-hmm. Like Many people out there are fiddling with their vapes and customizing them so that they can blow the largest smoke cloud possible. And there's this whole idea around it that it's okay because it's not cigarette smoke.
1: Yeah. Like, you're being more of a dick. Oh, yeah. And, like, I see people wearing, like, huge vapes around their neck, like it's some kind of bling. And that's just, I mean, to each their own, but, like, I guess to us, we can also criticize that, right? It's
0: the social equivalent of displaying car parts on your front lawn. Yes. It's not okay. a perfect
1: analogy. It's not okay. I would rather you display the vape on your lawn and wear the car parts, but Particularly if you have an H from a Honda and you wanna like if you wanna turn that into a necklace, that's okay with me. Only if it's a nineteen seventy-nine Honda Accord.
0: Hmm. Moral of the story here is Vapes didn't exist in the nineties and was not
1: Wasn't that nice? Like Vapor Ugh. was Water when it boiled. Yeah. That was what vapor was. There's was a simpler time. Nowadays, if you say something about vapor, you're talking about vaping, and that's like vapor. Like, it's the it's the prefix to vaporeon. That is such a cool eve evolution. We are
0: so involved in Pokemon right now. Oh, I
1: just evolved it's, my first vaporeon. It's insane.
0: What really grinds my gears about vaping is that it had such hope. It did. Like this they is a, were introduced like, as a way to not only curb people from being addicted to cigarettes but to curb public smoking mm-hmm. someone in a park with a fairly discreet with cigarette yeah. yeah vaping relatively privately but in public it's not something you really have to see it's not something you really have to smell and then this whole gross culture came out of it and ruined everything for everyone
1: yeah it's like yeah when i heard about vaping in like 2012 or 2011 it seemed like such a cool idea right and now it's vaping Ugh. And you may say we're picking at low-hanging fruit, but whatever. we are. Sometimes... It's harvest season, bitches. Sometimes you gotta write a podcast and, you know, you gotta take that low-hanging fruit. Anyway... 90s were a time when vaping was limited to boiling pots of water, and we wish it was like that again.
0: Okay, 90s spotlight. Let's jump into it. This week, I want to talk about skateboarding because it is something that is tremendously different now in 2016 than it was throughout the 1990s, even toward the end of the decade. So in the 90s, I remember growing up wanting a skateboard so badly. I wasn't even allowed to get one until my
1: other friends had one, and then that peer pressure came in. (laughs) So my parents relented? I remember hanging around with lots of people with skateboards, but I was... It was not for me. I can barely ride a bike. I will admit that... I was pretty reckless on my skateboard. There's
0: a large hill in Niagara Falls on the escarpment. My first job in grade nine, I worked at a grocery store as a stock boy. It was like a Costco style store. I used to ride down this hill on my skateboard. Skateboards, for those of you who are uninitiated, don't have brakes. So I'd ride on the sidewalk on this hill. There was a motel that has a bit of a hidden driveway, like back from the road. I almost got creamed by a car one time. Had to jut out onto the road. Like this is really scary stuff. Ride all the way down the hill. You got so much momentum that you can't stop. So I'd either go straight with the light or turn with the light. Continue on my merry way into the grocery store. I did this on at least three separate occasions that I can vividly remember. Bart Simpson style rode my skateboard straight through the grocery store into the very back. <laughs> Never got caught. Anyway. That's
1: extreme. And that, like that is a big hill. That, it's a very big hill.
0: I couldn't you couldn't pay me to do that now. It's oh, terrifying.
1: Yeah. Also on the other side of that hill they're putting a water slide in there and a couple Weeks for a day, and it's going to be the coolest thing ever. That's true. So in the '90s,
0: skateboarding was a a fringe culture, especially in the early '90s. It was it was grunge, yeah. It was grunge related. Like Bart
1: Simpson skateboarded because he was because he was cool because he was different. He was an outsider.
0: So it had that whole connotation to it. In the mid '90s, it really started gaining popularity, which I think culminated with the X Games. Oh yeah. Obviously, Tony Hawk got into his first X Games in '98. In '99, he pulled the 900 after like 10 attempts and running down the clock it was
1: oh I was like the whole was big huge thing news. Though. it's like this guy turned so many times on the skateboard
0: and then like in 98 or after 98 that's when I think Activision started working on Tony Hawk
1: Pro skater so, oh, that was so video cool. games got in on it I loved Tony Hawk and it was still kind of fringe it was a oh, different yeah. game it wasn't your usual game uh you know it had a had an alternative and rap soundtrack to it it was oh, really yeah. it was different I'll have then. to
0: look up if it's 90s my apologies if it's not, but I remember being over at our friend Corey's house at the time, and on his PlayStation 1 playing this game called Thrasher, and there was a mode, it's a skateboarding game, and there was a mode in this game where your whole goal was to injure yourself as much as you could, and you got points based on how badly you were able to fuck yourself up. It was the best. So, but in the 90s, there were signs posted around saying, like, no skateboarding here because... We didn't have anything. We were building sketchy quarter pipes, not not even quarter pipes. We were building sketchy ramps. We were building really sketchy rails. Oh,
1: just like plywood shit. Oh, plywood what you shit. Rails right. out
0: of. We found like an old handrail that had been discarded in a dumpster <laughs> that had a big nail in it. So we took it and we literally nailed the nail into an old two by four.
1: That was the culture <laughs> of the time. But
0: that's, that's what we had to do. And then mm. when skateboarding got really big, moving into the two thousands, at least in Niagara Falls, we got our first real. Skate park, yeah, like that the city made.
1: Yeah, with and like they, legit like half pipes and stuff. Yeah, and
0: like they allowed sports. everyone to spray paint it. Like that was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the culture around skateboarding is entirely different now. It's much more accepted. But in the 90s, that was that last decade of skateboarding being this kind of outlaw sort of fringe style sport. And that
1: was cool, wasn't it? It made it cooler. It did. That being said, how sketchy was it? I mean, how how kind of outlawish was it when there's like a bunch of 10-year-olds doing it? Well, outlawish for 10-year-olds. Yeah. It was was... the
0: coolest thing you could do as a kid. Oh,
1: totally. I remember being super lame because I didn't have a skateboard because like I sucked. We used
0: to spend all afternoon in the summer trying to learn tricks. Like I remember days and days and days spent learning to try and kickflip and
1: I remember like just like walking down with like friends to like the local um well sports store which had a skateboarding section eventually just to look at decks and you know getting grip tape and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I'm throwing this out there. 2016 is the summer of skateboarding. I'm actually buying a skateboard now, right. immediately, very soon. Yeah. Like within the next couple of weeks.
1: Is that what? Is that, was that your uh, way of getting this in the podcast? Just to amp yourself up more to get a yeah. skateboard? Yeah. If any of you guys
0: want to skateboard with me, we can, uh, we can meet up. Skateboard Club. Skateboard Whoa. Club. Skateboard and
1: Pokemon Go. Oh, I mean, yes. keep your phone down most of the time, but like if you know you're going by a PokeStop, kind of like lift it up a little bit and just do a little swipe.
0: Talia, are you buying a skateboard? She's shaking her head no.
1: Or just hatching eggs. Like, just put it in your pocket. Oh, yeah. Hatch some eggs.
0: Oh, God. Like, I'm going to crush it. Anyways, oh. before
1: this uh, turns into a Pokemon Go podcast- No more. We should probably try to, no. I don't know, curb this around to something else. Yes.
0: Uh, let's move on to our sponsor. This right. week- Round of applause, our second bona fide actual sponsor. All right, so this one comes in from listener Casper Klimsky. Oh man, he has a very cool YouTube channel. This it is. Fuck. I'll read you the blurb he's given us and we'll talk about it a little bit because we checked it out and we both really liked it. Ever forget the name of a computer game you played as a kid on your parents' computer at the library? or at the school computer lab? For all of your favorite nostalgic educational, edutainment, and just plain fun PC games from the 90s and early 2000s, check out, whoa, I remember that game, on YouTube. All the hits like Magic School Bus, Reader Rabbit, Jumpstart, Schoolhouse Rock, and Tonka are all in there in high quality with zero commentary, exactly like you remember them. You'll be saying, whoa, I remember that game, Guaranteed.
1: I think I pretty much said that uh, several times when looking through this uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. There's that Wishbone game. Oh, the Wishbone game it's is wishbone so good. and That's so cool. We got to talk about Wishbone eventually.
0: For sure. Reader Rabbit was one yeah. of the first ones I checked out. And it just Math like the blaster. nostalgia just seethes out of it. It's so good.
1: Yeah. This was really cool. Suggestions of games I'd like to see on there? Gertrude's Secrets.
0: Gertrude's Secrets. That's a good one.
1: Uh, Math Castle.
0: Uh, you know what would be tough but cool to see again? There's what? this game called Cartooners.
1: Cartooners. I don't, where know, you, I don't remember you that were,
0: It was like a bunch of characters and you were able to make your own scenes and make them say things. We had this on our elementary school computers for two years until the teachers realized that we were able to make them say whatever we wanted. So a lot of them including swears. You could kind s- of like, Did
1: they speak it or was it a speech bubble? No, it was a speech bubble, but okay. you could
0: like make them dance and it kind of looked like humping if you positioned them We had something
1: similar. I don't think it was called cartooners, but my school computers had something like that. You made little animations and stuff. Yeah. So often were there, there were explosions and stuff, so we were killing every, all, the little, all the little characters and yeah, making them say really fucked up shit for like a fifth <laughs> grader to be saying. <laughs> and it was really weird. I don't think they ever took them off the computers though.
0: Nice. Yeah, they yeah. cut onto to us pretty quick. We got away with it. So, the YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Woe, I remember that game. Woe, spelt W-H-O-A. Spelled W-H-O-A. Uh, very cool channel. We'll link it on the Facebook page. I r- highly recommend checking it out. It was a very, very cool walk down memory lane.
1: Yeah, if you're a fan of nostalgia, which you may or may not be if you're listening to this, Probably. give it a look-see.
0: The last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this thing up is our newest giveaway. So if you get on the Facebook page, Search us if you haven't yet. Stuck in the 90s. You'll find us. We are giving away two packages of stuff that the Geekery sent us. Uh, We kept a few things for ourselves. I have a Mario and Luigi magnet on my fridge right now.
1: I took a Koopa magnet. It's super cool.
0: Yeah, the magnets are pretty cool. The rest of the stuff we're giving to you guys. So we have two going on right now. All you need to do to enter is go onto our Facebook page and leave us with either the best and or the worst movie quote, in your opinion, from the 90s.
1: It can be anything, as long as you love it or hate it. Just let us know, and we're gonna pick. Uh, we're gonna pick a couple of them at random and give you some of this cool stuff that we got. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, so in the giveaway we're giving away each package has a magnet and each has a wallet and one of the packages has this really cool uh light switch plate made from well made with a comic book i
1: think it's ultron i think so i'm not sure i think it's ultron
0: that's what i thought and i said it and
1: tally said no it doesn't look like ultron but i thought it is Mm-hmm. I got a message back from Greg. Yeah, uh, when I sent the picture of it to him, he yeah. says he thinks it's Ultron. Okay, we're 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 saying it's Ultron. Okay, it's pretty damn cool. Anyways, hit us up, throw some movie quotes our way, and you could win some cool stuff. Let's finish off the podcast. Um, you can find us online at facebook.com dot slash Stuck in the '90s Podcast. I think we already mentioned that we're online at Stuck in the '90s Podcast dot com. That's a website dot com bubble. We were in way after that. We're in like the new bubble. There's not even a bubble. It's like a ripple. I don't know what I'm talking about. Twitter. <laughs> S-I-T 90s. That's an abbreviation. Those are cool. Twitter, Instagram,
0: Facebook. Email? Email. You can email us. Send us an email. Stuck in the 90s podcast at com. If you want to be a $10 sponsor... Drop us a line. Send us $10. bucks. we will plug your stuff. Maybe you've got a store that sells geeky goodies. Maybe you've got a YouTube that uploads really cool uh, video game videos. Maybe you have
1: like weird rants or something. Oh, maybe you're a ranter. We should get a ranter. Yeah. Maybe you're one of those. Or like, you know what? If you just want to talk, we'll talk about something weird. We talked about beans. I'll talk about like asparagus. I was weirded out by asparagus in the 90s. Asparagus are pretty cool. But like... It was so weird. Yeah. It just looked weird. Just always in those little bunches at the grocery store. Fair enough. You know what? I think I've already covered asparagus. Come up with something else for us to say. Yeah. Let's figure out what we're doing next week. So again, thank you to Casper, who is our $10 sponsor this week. Super cool. Super cool YouTube page. You rock. Don't ever change. Keep uploading those videos. Seriously, Gertrude's Secrets is actually pr- not a very good game, but man, the nostalgia is there. Yep. On that note. I think the podcast is now over. Yeah. What are we doing next week, though? Oh, yeah. Next week.
0: Uh, Pick one at random? Sure. At random. uh, Next week, we should do probably 94.
1: Did we do 94 last week?
0: Yes. In that case,
1: next week, we should probably do 96. We will be doing July 22nd through 28th, 1996. This time, for real, the podcast is is now now over. over.